Welcome to A Walk In My Stilettos, where our goal is to help you walk in your greatness. I'm your host, McKinney Smith. Hey, Faith Walkers. Thank you for taking the time to join us today on the A Walk In My Stilettos podcast. We have conversations with amazing women that are letting us step into their stilettos. I get inspired when I see another woman succeeding, but as a mindset coach, what interests me more is her backstory and her mindset on how she got there. So today's guest is about to bless us with her testimony, and since you're already here, you may as well subscribe. Today we have Arian Simone. She's an entrepreneur, a celebrity publicist, a fashion and beauty boutique owner, author, and philanthropist. She went from being homeless to being one of Hollywood's best-known publicists, building a successful PR and marketing firm. From the ground up, she's established great relationships in the entertainment industry with clients such as Sony Pictures, Universal Pictures, Walt Disney Pictures, and more. She's credited with doing publicity and promotions, working on films such as Ride Along, Limitless, Hancock, Takers, 007, just to name a few. And Arian has also serviced clients in the music industry, including Chris Brown, Lil Wayne, Mio, and countless others. Please welcome to the show, Arian Simone. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for agreeing to come on and to share your testimony with us. I appreciate it. I appreciate it greatly. I've been a follower of yours for some time before I actually even got into the personal development space back when I was selling real estate. And I've just admired your evolution and your growth and your passion to help others. So thank you. Thank you again for coming on. Oh, thank you so much. So I, I like to start the show with an icebreaker question. It's a pretty simple question, but I feel like as women, we wear so many hats. So we have all these titles that we go by. And I feel that a title that we don't give enough recognition to is our name because our names hold weight. We're called that so many times a day. And I would like to know, Arian, do you know what your name means? I do. It means noble, highborn, most holy. I love it. I love it. So basically, every time someone calls your name, they're declaring that you are noble and and highborn and most holy. I love it. Yes. I um, recently looked it up after someone told me, because for my fearless retreat, when we had all the women around, I looked up all their names. And in our welcome reception, our sisterhood time, I was talking about how much power is in the room. And I gave the definition for everyone's name there. Oh, wow. Wow, that's beautiful. I love that. I love it. And I, I love that you've also recognized, you know, the power and the importance of our names. So my next question to you is, Erin, what did you want to be when you were a little girl? Um, I always wanted to be a business owner. Mm -hmm. And I'm living what I've always just wanted to be. I love it. Okay. So, okay. Can you share your story with us of how you went from being homeless to Hollywood? Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> and let me clarify first. I wasn't homeless, like living on the streets. I was homeless living out of my car. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, I born and raised in Detroit, Michigan. I went to Florida and university for, um, for college. And after college, I moved to Los Angeles with a job working for Apple bottom. And there I 
was working there for 30 days, placing products on different celebrities. And they called me in the office and had to let me go because the company was being sold to another company. So mm-hmm. over time, I ran out of cash, and I went from my apartment to my car. Wow. And ended up welfare, food stamps, selling my clothes just so I could eat, put gas in the car, and just keep it moving. Um, through time, I applied for plenty of jobs, over 153. And it's truly, when you're just not in alignment, you know, you're causing yourself just way more hell than if you were just living on purpose. Mm-hmm. So someone taught me how to do some PR and marketing work, and I ended up building a company from the ground up. But the crazy part about it was I was already an entrepreneur in college, and I had gave up on it. Mm. And I really should have just stuck with it, because I just stuck with it. I would have never been, like, living out of a car or anything like that. Like, entrepreneurship had its ups and downs, and I was just like, well, maybe I'm not too good at this. Mm-hmm. And I checked out on I checked out on it. I checked out on it. But I'm like, no. This is when I realized I got brought right back around. I said, oh, God, took my detour. Still got me back to my destination. I was created to do business in this earth. Mm-hmm. And when I stepped out of it, I just caused myself a whole lot of ruckus. And I've serviced, you know, multi, uh, I guess you'd say billion-dollar companies like Sony Pictures and Walt Disney and Universal and all of those in the area of PR marketing for film campaigns. So you said you gave up entrepreneurship back in college. Was it the same thing that you were doing or was it a different? No, it was something different. I mean, by now, I probably own most, many multiple businesses. But um, no, it was something different. I owned a boutique in the mall. It was 2,500 square feet. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. So with what you do today, what inspires you the most about what you do? Oh, serving people and seeing their reactions. <laughs> and hearing their testimonies. Um, my, I, to some extent, I almost do the same thing, even though it's like on the surface, it looks like I don't. So through my fearless platform, that's a female empowerment, female entrepreneurship platform for women. And we host different conferences, different events. We have different membership programs, a lot, a lot of different ways that we serve our audience. But this, being a conduit to help people live their dreams is fulfilling. Mm-hmm. I love it. So how do you feel that your faith plays a role in, in it all? Oh, my faith is my foundation. I, am I, I don't, I'm not leaving home without it. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. <laughs> my faith is my foundation. Um, God is my everything. God is definitely my everything. People always want to see my morning routine, which is why I wrote my last book, Fearless Faith and Hustle. Um, so it keeps me grounded in the morning. My scriptures, my prayers, my meditations, my exercises, my goal setting. I'm um, I'm truly, that's, it's who I am. That's Amen. all I can pretty much say about that. <laughs> Amen. So you mentioned your most recent book. What inspired you? to write that I see that you've featured you know some other fabulous Christian women entrepreneurs some of which I follow as well and a couple have actually had on the show at some point so you said it was like your routine and stuff like that what was your I guess your your main inspiration for writing the most recent book and most main um because entrepreneurship is on trend and if you're not grounded in something it will take you out Mm mm-hmm and so many people don't realize that. 
you know, especially now in the social media era when it looks so sexy. And I'm like, oh, this thing doesn't look as half as sexy as it is. <laughs> and I'm like, you really need to not go into this for trend. If you just want to make more money, you can put your money in the market and just make some more money. And that's mm-hmm. that serious. But if you are truly, you know, after this, um, you want, you need a foundation. You truly need a foundation. And to me, that was important. I wanted people that were in pursuit of this to have that foundation. Mm-hmm. So the other Christian women entrepreneurs that you feature in the book, are you sharing their stories or their, their tips as well? So the book is a 21-day journey. It's a devotional. Mm-hmm. The reason why the other women are in the book, because people wanted to know my morning routine. That is my morning routine. You know, after I'm done with that, I do, I do from time to time, I look up somebody who's successful and I read their journey because it encourages you. If someone right. else can do it, you can do it too. Right. So after the scripture, the prayers, the exercises and all that in the book, that's why there's a different person featured every day. Mm-hmm. No, I don't share their tips or anything of that nature. It's just them sharing their testimony um, on that date of the book. I love it. That's, well, I guess that's one of the main reasons why I wanted to do this podcast. And each week, we, you know, we feature women like yourself because there's so much we can learn from your story, your testimony to help inspire and continue on our own walk. So tell us about the Fearless Foundation. Uh, the Fearless Foundation, we, we, we provide financial rehabilitative aid to female shelters. Um, teaching them different tools as far as like non-traditional careers, career options. I have a workbook and a curriculum that they use as well too, in addition, of course, to our donations and um, the things that we supply physically, whether it's, you know, sanitary napkins and hygiene products and beauty products and things of that sort too. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so on, on top of the adversities that you've listed, what other adversities have you had to overcome to get to where you are today? It's, um, <laughs> I've evolved so much spiritually, personally, professionally. I don't even know where to begin that list. <laughs> but there are things that I can definitely leave your audience with. Um, you know, I believe in seizing moments because the moment can never be relived. Mm-hmm. Even, you know, time continues on, more opportunities happen, but a moment can never be relived. I believe um, in exercising patience. I walked out on that first business because I wasn't patient. And I thought that I was failing, and I wasn't failing. I was impatient. Mm-hmm. So I understand how important that is as well, too. Leave, it, leave room for God to perform miracles. All these things, are, all these lessons are in the book. Mm-hmm. But leave room for God to perform miracles. Because so often our hands are just trying to hold everything and touch everything on so many spaces and places trying to make something happen. That if you can do it all, then what's the purpose in having faith? Right. You know, like you have to leave room for God to perform miracles. I love that. I think that's important. Okay. So usually when you see someone that is successful, you know, they've had some form of guidance or mentorship to help them along the way. So have you had any coaches or mentors that have helped you? Oh, plenty. People help me all the time. Plenty. <clears throat> when I first started my PR marketing business, um, and I've shared my testimony on keynotes, I always mentioned Rod Stevenson. She was like the pioneer in 
PR and marketing um, for films, and she definitely gave me great guidance. I also have spiritual mentors. I have I have mentors all the time. We have advisors and mentors that sit on our advisory board for different companies. So I, I definitely believe that there is safety in the multitude of counselors, the Bible says. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, a, it's very important to gird yourself accordingly. Yes, I love it. And the, the reason I asked that question is because I've, I've read so many things online and seen different articles with people that don't understand the importance of mentorship and coaches. And sometimes people think that it's all fluff or, you know, there's no great value to it. But from personal experience, I know that there's huge value in having coaches and mentors. So I love to ask the women that come on the show because it's it's to show the listeners that we can be in business for our, ourselves, but we can't do it alone. You know, not only do we need, you know, guidance from the word and all of those things, but it's through the help of coaches and mentors that help save us from the mistakes and pitfalls and errors that we can avoid. Most definitely. So my next question to you, Arian, is what does your self-care routine look like? Because, I mean, I'm sure, you know, being a Hollywood publicist, you've probably got your hands full to make sure that you stay sane and, you know, you mentioned earlier, God being your foundation. Like, what is your self-care routine look like? I will consult from time to time, but I'm still very much so a businesswoman with a lot that's going on. I'm mm-hmm. a business investor. It's just a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, I am resting. Earlier today, I was not feeling too well. So right now, I am resting. Um, but my self-care routine People think of self-care as like going to the spa, which I do on a regular, getting massages, which I do, getting your hair and nails and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, I do that before this whole thing became a, a, a title. <laughs> right. Um, self-care to me is making sure I'm right in my mind, body, and my soul. Self-care mm-hmm. to me is going to work out all the time. Self-care to me is just taking care of myself. Self-care to me is me just resting. Mm-hmm. If I got to shut down for a few days, that's self-care, you know. So it's whatever it is that needs that needs to be in place to take care of myself. I love it. So I came across this article in Reader's Digest, and it says that your favorite type of shoe says a lot about your personality. So I've been asking all the women that have come on, and so far it's been spot on. So fingers crossed. Uh, so my question to you, Arian, is what is your favorite type of shoe? Is it a boot, a running shoe, a stiletto, a flat, a flip-flop, a pump, wedge, mule? What's your favorite type of shoe? Oh, probably most definitely a pump. <laughs> most definitely. I'm, I'm a high heel girl, so most definitely. Okay, so it says... So pump and stiletto are not the same? Nope, they separated them. So I can read you the pump, and then we'll see if it fits. And if it doesn't, we'll have to read you the stiletto. <laughs> So pump fans are all about five inches. So that's why I'm just listening. Okay. 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 So pump fans are boss women. To be honest, if you're a pump fan, you're a total girl boss and you know it. You're competitive, resolute, and intimidating to those who can't keep up with your pace. This is the most mature of all the shoes. It's someone who's caring, efficient, and powerful. They're usually in a leadership role when everything is falling down around you. Everyone will turn to the pump woman and say, what now? Then you will step in and kick ass and take care of business. Does that sound like you? Yeah. I want to hear this a lot of ones. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's fine. That's fair. Okay. 
So it says women in flashy stilettos work hard and have excellent taste. It's women who wear flashy stilettos like Jimmy Choo's and Christian Louboutin's may seem materialistic, but these women are actually incredibly hardworking. They have major drive, determination, and standout work ethic. This is someone who says yes before she says no. She's very willing and very open to possibilities. She also really loves and values beauty, so she surrounds herself with beauty, whether it be in things, people, or how she lives. It doesn't always have to be expensive, but it just has to be pleasing to the eye. She has a knack for being able to create an aesthetically pleasing space. Which one sounds more like you? Yeah. I say I'm just across between both. Okay. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. So before we go to the final segment of the show, I want you to tell people where they can stay connected with you online. Oh, they can stay connected with me. I'm at Arian Simone on all my social media handles. They can stay connected with me there. Instagram is the best place to find me. Perfect. So I will make sure that I have the direct links to all your socials in the details section so they don't have to search too hard. They can just click and connect with you immediately. And for the final segment of the show, I call it a walk in wisdom where I just ask you general reflection questions and you say the first thing that comes to mind. So first question, name a book that has changed or greatly impacted your life. Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. Mm. Who was that by? Do you recall? Yeah, yeah, T.R. Backer. Perfect. Okay, so I'm going to add that to my reading list. I hope everyone else is paying attention. <laughs> uh, what failure has taught you the most about life? Do you have that was the one that I discussed. Yeah, the one that I discussed. Okay. Was that one the, the one where um, you gave up entrepreneurship early in college or? Yeah, well, I gave up entrepreneurship early and ended up right back in it anyway. Just It taught me that things that are destined to be will be. Mm, okay okay if you could have a gigantic billboard anywhere with anything on it what would it say and why hold on now i gotta think about this one <laughs> take your time i mean when people get a billboard it's for the purpose of marketing now mm-hmm. or is this one for something like to deliver a message if i got a billboard it'll probably be like for my next book campaign that's why i'm like anything that comes to mind it could it could be it could be about you, it could be about your message to the world, it could be about your next promotion. Okay, it would be for my next book campaign. Okay. Do you know what it would say? Only because I don't know the title of the book, I don't know. <laughs> but um I know it would say something about living your life fearlessly. Love it. I do know that. Okay, okay. Uh name one of the most worthwhile investments you've ever made. And that could be money, time, energy. The investment to myself. Love it. I find that actually be a quite common answer. And that's what I love about all you women who come on. You are showing how important it is to invest in yourself. A lot of the women that I work with that I coach, because they're so broken, they don't understand the importance of investing in themselves. So hearing all of your stories and... Oh, that just touched my heart. Yeah. (laughs) So when they hear you say that investing in yourself is one of the most worthwhile investments, it, it makes a big deal. You have no idea. What impact do you want to have in the world? An impact that opens doors for other people. Mm. What new belief, behavior, or habit has improved your life in the last five years? I would say just more so being softer and just enjoying and tapping more into my femininity. Mm. I love that. I love that because when I started 
when I became certified to coach through my mentor, Bob Proctor, I was trying so hard to make sure that I facilitated the material exactly as he taught it and how he did things. And the women that were coming to me, my partner was listening to all these discovery calls sometimes and he, like, he can't hear their response on the other end, but he'd hear me and he'd say, you know, I think these women want more of you. They want the feminine side of you. Stop trying to be Bob. You know, he's a 80 odd year old male, white male, and they're coming to you for your softness and the way that you are as a woman. So you need to give them more of that. And it wasn't until I actually listened to him where things completely changed. And I found I was making more of an impact with the women that I was working with. So I love that you said that answer. What advice would you give your younger self? Oh, Lord. (laughs) Um, Look for love all around you. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. I'm reading this book called A Purpose Driven Life. What on earth are we here for? And my brother was the one who actually got me to read this book. And it's talking about just loving our relationship with God and our relationship with people and how the basis of everything is to be love. And as much as I felt like I understood that before, reading it and because it it forces you to read it in a form of a devotional where you read a chapter a day, it's deepened my understanding of the finding love all around you. Where do you see yourself in five years? In five years, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. I don't look at life like that, that, but more fulfilled. I guess I'm, I'm big on fulfillment, and I guess I would be at whatever my next level of fulfillment would be then. By then, I know I would be married with children and just enjoying life and business. And I guess whatever the next level of what I have now is, um, mm. yeah, whatever that uh- next phase is. I love that. (laughs) And even the way that you said whatever the next level of what you have now is, that one that speaks to the gratitude for where you are now, but your openness to accept what God gives you next. Mm -hmm. I love it. Okay, last but not least, what have you become better at saying no to in the last five years? And that could be distractions, invitations, family. Oh, that is good. That's a good one. <laughs> I would say distractions. If things are not in alignment, they have to go quickly. Mm. They have to go quickly. I guess, is there any way that you could speak more to that for you, how that's been for you? Oh, when you have clarity on your purpose and things of that nature, if something's not in alignment, it has to go. Mm-hmm. So when you know what you're here to do and you know what you're supposed to be doing, there are distractions look good. They don't look bad. Mm-hmm. You know, you just be very mindful. So, I, of course, yeah, I'm, I'm very much so aware. I love it. Thank you, oh, Arian. <laughs> aware. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Arian, for taking the time to join us today. I appreciate you sharing your testimony with us. Oh, thank you so much. And to our listeners, until next time, subscribe to our newsletter at awalkinmystilettos.com. And make sure you grab one of our Walk in My Stiletto books, which are available everywhere online. And if you've received value from today's show, share it with a friend that needs to hear Arian's testimony. Be sure to screenshot this week's episode and tag us on Instagram. You can tag Arian at at Arian Simone or myself at The Real McKinney Smith. To all my faith walkers out there, continue to walk in greatness in your stilettos in a manner worthy of your calling.